Hello, and welcome to Your Business Story Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Spencer, and today we are going to have the wonderful and amazing Selena Stone on to ask the question, do you ever think about how much better life would be if you could fully embody your true self both at work and at home? Let's do this. She's on a business writing mission To make sure you know what words to say So that what you deserve is what you'll get paid Because storytelling changes everything Get pumped for the epic knowledge in today's episode of Your Business Story You're about to listen to episode 8 of season 1 Empowered for Growth Today, I have the most amazing guest for you. I cannot wait for you to hear her story as we work through it together live. Uh, Welcome, Selena Stone. How are you doing today? Hello, I'm doing fabulous. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here. Um, So basically, we're just going to talk and have fun and help people understand why you are the superhero to help them for your specific audience. And I have to say like your audience is like the, the best thing I've ever heard. So let's go ahead and just live like dive in because I want people to get to know you better. And for everyone who's watching the comments, I'm going to drop all of Selena's uh, links in there. If you want to know more about her, connect with her on LinkedIn the the links are in there so the first question are you ready yes okay <laughs> what is the most important problem that you solve for your client and what kind of person is your client oh wow <clears throat> this i love this question chris thank you um so the why my clients love me is the fact that i i can be real Mm. Um, in this space where there are so many quote unquote life coaches and business coaches and just, um, the plethora of coaches that just came about post COVID um, (laughs) is that I allow myself that space to be authentically real. Um, it's kind of a funny thing. Uh, uh, this topic just came up this morning during a coaching call and, being 46 years old, yes, I'm disclosing my age. I, at the age of 40, not not too long ago, yeah, I finally got over the sphere of having to look perfect. I came from a very, very rigid, male-dominated, masculine energy type of industry mm-hmm. where as a female um, amongst the leadership team, I was not allowed to make mistakes. I was in a position where I had to have all the numbers. I better have exact data. You know the drill. So I had to go through a process of allowing myself to know that I am human. I can make mistakes. I can show up on a call with no makeup. I don't have to have all my face and hair and lashes done and I can still be taken seriously. And so what I love about working with the clients I work with is that I'm giving other women permission to do the same. Mm. And I don't care what my clients call me. They just know me as Selena, coach soul, you know, and that I'm real. I hear you. I see you. I validate your feelings. I acknowledge you. And so um, what we go through is really, it's a customized series of what are your goals? What are you trying to accomplish this week or this month or in this year? Let's figure out where are you being held back? Where are you being stuck? Um, No matter what part of phase of life or their business that they're in is that we're going to be real about it. There's no sugar coating about life. Um, you know, I totally agree. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's coaches out there that has this, you know, let's stay positive and let's be happy and, you know, don't let those bad days get you down. And it's like, you know what? I'm a mom. We're going to have days where things go unplanned. I have great intentions. I blocked out time, but then, you know, something happens and, you know, realistically, it's like, how do we, how do we grow through this process without breaking down? Mm. And then even if you do break down, giving yourself permission to do that and allowing yourself space to just love on yourself, to say, it's okay. 
And so I love working with clients that are easy to work with. They want to have fun. They want to be successful um, and are going to take the coaching. They're going to be moldable and they're going to be authentically real with looking at, you know what? I can make mistakes. I can still love myself and we're going to get through this step by step. And it doesn't have to be this overwhelming um, big task that, you know, sometimes leads to burnout. So I don't know if I exactly answer that question in a short way or professional way. No, okay. Don't worry. First of all, anytime (laughs) that you don't answer one of my questions, you're answering another question I haven't asked yet. So (laughs) there's no stress, definitely. So would you say then that like the biggest problem that your client has is that they don't feel comfortable being themselves while going after their professional goals? So I see this quite a lot, especially with women that are transitioning from in a very uh, corporate or high level executive position, they're burnt out. Mm. Um, They're not motivated. They uh, dread getting up, going to work. (laughs) Um, They're not showing up as themselves. And then I've got entrepreneurs who are single moms that are struggling with how do I balance the work life um, and not feel guilty with spending that time working on their business while their children are, you know, knocking on their door, you know? Yeah. So, um, I think the, the real authentic answer is to just accept where you are. Mm, yeah. Acknowledge and honor those feelings. Um, one of the toughest things I had to learn was I had to suppress a lot of my emotions because I didn't want it to allow me to fall apart or to cry in front of other people especially in a professional setting, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, it's like saying there's no crying in baseball. I don't know if you've ever seen a league of their own, but like, she's like clearly crying. And he's like, there's no, like, she's crying. Just like, get over it. Yes. And, you know, and and then the social stigma that comes after it is like, you know, oh my gosh, it looks weak. Oh my gosh, you're, you're broken and fragile. And that's totally not this case. I think when you can be authentically real and really love who you are, respect who you are and look at your feelings as, you know what, this is me being human. This is me loving and respecting and honoring my feelings. Yeah. Although this is just a moment is I'm not going to allow this to keep me from what I actually truly want and what I desire is blank. Right. So if you're a professional struggling with this, where you're burnt out, you're exhausted, you don't find motivation or or have the motivation or energy. It's really just to take inventory of why are you here? Yeah. What is it that you truly desire? Yeah. And spending some time to really look at your feelings and what is coming up for you and what is triggering you. And I started applying a lot of this in order for me to start showing up authentically as myself. And when you show up authentically as you, the passionate, the driven, the I'm too much sometimes for you. And I'm right. okay with that. Yeah. Um, I think that really when you can own your power and that's taking your power back by not feeling like you're falling victim to the industry or falling victim to somebody else's criticism. Yeah. And, you know, I did a whole post about that this weekend because I had someone come to me and they're like, the way that you look, no one is ever going to buy your high ticket offer. And I was like, what? Really? That's what you're going to tell me? Like, and she was so 100% sure she was right. And at the same time, I was so 100% sure she was wrong because I have people ask me for this offer all the time. And I was just like, So you're saying based on the way I look, I can't do this thing. It doesn't matter about my skill. And I just honestly felt bad for her because she's stuck in the past, right? Oh my, oh my, yeah. You know, as a female speaker, and this comes up quite a bit during a lot of conversations is that, you know, our biggest challenge as a female is one, depending on your audience, you already have an audience of women out there that are judging you by your looks, by the way you walk, by the way you carry yourself, what brand shoes you're wearing. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sorry, whatever label I'm wearing on my feet is not going to stop me from giving you this information that you need. And that's the reason why you're here. Right. So I had to get over that limiting belief for myself as well, because, you know, I'm a recovering perfectionist. (laughs) That's what I call myself. Me too. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I don't. I totally get that energy from you because I also am the same. 
Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, I think the greatest power, I feel like it, it, there's a great, I love this quote It's by Marianne Williamson. I think many of you may have heard of it. Um, it's that it's, it's not our, it's not our, I don't want to mess this up. Somebody it's okay. Up. You can give us the gist and the listeners yes. will be thankful, especially if they haven't heard it. So really essentially what her quote says is that it's not our, I think it's, we're, we're afraid of our own light. We are Ooh. afraid of our own greatness. Yeah. And you can authentically embrace that and show up as yourself, whether you are wearing makeup or not, whether you have your hair done or not. Um, I feel like that is your greatest power, especially when you can show your emotions. Um, I remember doing a presentation talk and I still sometimes break down crying um, because sometimes it just stirs up things. And I used to not be okay with showing my tears on stage. Mm -hmm. When I saw the power and allowing myself to be completely vulnerable and all the doors that open up and allowing other people to connect with me because of the emotion, it's a powerful, powerful thing. And I don't just do it just to say, hey, I can cry for say no. Right, no. It happens so randomly, you know. Well, and your story is really intense, isn't it? Thank you. It like, can be. It can yeah, be. Like, I tried to make light of it. I tried to use humor. I know Asians sometimes can't be funny. Um, oh, no, that's <laughs> not true. Ali Wong proves proves that that's not true. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, but I, I feel like when I can show that, you know, I, I'm not always going to be perfect. I'm not always going to be polished. Um, and, and I can accept my mistakes and, um, you know, it's not perfectionism that we're after. It's where we show our progress. I'm making progress. Yes. Yeah, we're, all, we're all amazing, beautiful pieces of, of art in progress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So with that in mind, where you're trying to help people be their authentic selves, where you're trying to help them feel comfortable in their own skin, right? Where they don't have to live up to X, Y, and Z to show their professional superpowers. What do you think is the biggest pain point or the biggest pain your client feels? And what do they think they need to solve it, right? Because we go in and we diagnose, right? As service providers, mm -hmm. we're like, they think they need to do this, but we know they really need to do something else. <laughs> I love this. Right. <laughs> this is the reason why I rebranded myself because so the main thing that clients come to me for is they need help with their marketing and social media. Okay. They think that's the problem. <laughs> right. And yes, while I get, you have to have clients and you got to be on social media and all that. Yeah. That's just the, that's just the initial top layer. And as my clients quickly find out during, during our session and a series of questions that I ask, they quickly realize it's because they're not showing up. Mm. Their real selves. Yeah. They're trying to do all the things. They're trying to compare their business to someone else's business. They're looking at people's videos and reels and realizing, well, I'm not doing that. I should be doing that too. What's trending? What's not? Um, and I tell them to quiet all of those voices. The problem isn't your social media. The problem is not your marketing. The problem is not your sales. The problem is not how you're closing those sales. The problem is who you are being and how you're showing up to your audience. So we all like to think we walk around with this um, wall that nobody can see, right? Yeah. But um, here's the truth. Um, we can see you, <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you're trying yeah. to hide behind this thing and people can see authentically you're struggling sometimes. And it's, you know, um, I, I, you know, I have a couple of programs where I help clients work through what is my messy message and how do I use this to accelerate my business? How do I use this to uh, create content? How do I use this to engage and connect with the people that want to work with me? Yeah. So although they come to me initially saying I need help with how do I use social media to brand myself? How do I use marketing and what are the marketing tactics that I should be doing? You know, if you're a solopreneur and you need help with your marketing, um, I have several programs for people that they can either do it on their own or they can have support with either group coaching setting or working with me one-on-one. -on -one. But the problem is never just the initial thing. 
those underlying reasons why you are doing the things you're doing mm-hmm. and the living beliefs that you've created for yourself for why you're not doing those things. Yes. So yeah, um, the most popular conversation recently has been, you know, it's been sales. For whatever reason, a lot, I see this a lot with more women than I do with men, but it's the women that have these beliefs and their relationship with money that is keeping them from authentically closing. And you don't have to sell. And selling can be okay. I got used to, and this is what I want to tell everybody, it's like selling is a necessity. If you have a service or a product, you better get comfortable with selling or you're in the wrong business. It's like, right. it's okay. your business, your yes. business can't stay open if you don't make any sales. Yes. But when you love what you do and you're passionate about your clients and you see the results that help transform their lives or their business or however it is your product or service uh, transforms and, and makes their life easier, why wouldn't you want to shout that from the rooftop? Why wouldn't you want to share that with people? Right. Yeah. Like I can help you. I'm over here to help. And I always tell, cause I, I do messaging too. Right. But in, from a different perspective, cause I know (laughs) you're doing it from the coaching perspective and I'm the copywriter. So I actually write all the messaging for them. But one of the things that I always tell them is like, you probably care so much more than Mm -hmm. the person who's competing against you, who Mm -hmm. is being themselves, who has all their messaging in a row. And don't you think that those people out there who need your help deserve to get to choose you? Yes. Yes. And I think that's the biggest misconception about what sets you apart, like what makes you so special. And it's, you know, there's a thousand other millions of other marketers out there doing the same thing that I'm doing. Everybody's in digital marketing nowadays, it seems like. But I think what sets me apart is the fact that I can be real. I can be authentic. I can be emotional. I can still, you know, do all the things, but not every customer is going to be my customer. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't have to chase everybody. And so the right ones will show up. The right ones that are in alignment with you, that you're going to attract, are going to hear your message. And that resonates with people. So my job as your business coach or your marketing consultant is to how do we authentically get to the root of who you are and what you're trying to do so that people who want this hears you and sees you yes right well and that's why you're so i see your hashtag soul print on there that's what you're looking for right you're like i'm gonna help you get to the soul of who you are so you can show up and serve in a meaningful way. And I love that. How did you, this This is a question that's not on my list, but how did you make the connection between the two? Because it's so amazing. And I just, I love it. This is a story of love and transformation. And I, I apologize if I start getting uh, emotional about it because. No, wait, we're going to reframe that. Right? <laughs> yes. Right? Because Thank you, 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 that's your thing. So you should just yes. own it and be like, I, I get emotional. If I get emotional, it's because that's how much I care, right? That's what you're bringing. And yes. if anyone doesn't respect that, they can just leave. Like Thank you. they can Thank go you. away, right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for helping me reframe that. Um, this is a journey of self-love. Mm. And for somebody who's listening to this today, I just want you to know that I hope that you receive this too. Um, for the longest time, if you've noticed my name, it is spelled very, very different. And I can remember being in preschool and kindergarten. First day of school was always a fun day for me because that's when the teacher does, she calls your name on the roster. Yeah. And I always know when they get to my name, they stumble. They, they pause, pause, right? Yes. Yeah. So I grew up like not liking my name. I wanted to actually mm-hmm. change it at one point. And life happened a lot of lots of milestones and it wasn't until I was actually was 40 when I started taking a deeper look about who I was becoming who I was being what was I standing for Mm. and what is my message and I realized that the experience that I've had and the amazing shifts I've had and the amazing successes and the failures because they taught me a lot too was all leading up to this one thing of what is it that I'm really trying to do. And so I created this program based on my own experience that I know has also helped a lot of my clients was this process 
Um, if you go to my website and if you know anything about me, um, I became known as a process improvement expert. Okay. <laughs> so I use what corporate world taught me and applied it to my own business, but then I took it one step further and I applied it to my own personal healing journey. Oh, that's really unique. Yes. Tell yes. me more. So this process that I call your soul print is really getting to when you were born and depending on what you believe, um, whether it's God or universe, but I say it's God because God created the universe. But if you love the moon and the stars and the universe, that, that's your highest power, then that's who you choose, whatever your highest source is. But when you were born, you were given this purpose. You were born with purpose. You were born with life and love. You were born with amazing, incredible gifts and talents. And somewhere, someone out there is waiting for you to show up. To speak the words that is going to make their heart like, oh my gosh, I need you. And so whatever that is, this process of, you know, discovery, this process of healing, this, this, this process of finding what your message is and what your platform is, you know, for you to share that story, whether it's speaking live or it's starting your online business, or maybe it's becoming known as that leader in your company, um, whatever that is for you. Um, and you find yourself like you're not showing up, you, you don't have inspiration, you don't have hope, or you're losing um, motivation sometimes. I feel that when you remind yourself to coming back to who you really are, and that's really what it is, it's your GPS guiding system that is telling you this is who you really are. And anytime you start feeling comfortable, it's because you're forgetting what that is. And so... Mm. This is kind of like a foundational part of building your brand. It's what is your vision? What is your mission? Who is your ideal client? What are you really trying to sell? Who are you really trying to help? So I created this process after I realized it's, I spent many, many years asking lots and lots of questions and then coming to the realization that everything that is that I have accomplished every failure that I've walked through um, and all those lessons really set me up and set this in place for me to create this process for people to help them. And so um, I'm just super excited that, you know, through some clarity and uh, lots and lots of conversations with clients and feedback is that, Oh my gosh, this is what they needed. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's kind of like the beginning part of your journey to really becoming an influencer and branding your business and sharing that story. So, you know, and how do I use this to start speaking? Right. Right. I mean, that's how we met, right? Because we're both part of Innovation yes. Women. We're both women speakers, right? You're yes. definitely like way ahead of where I am, but I'm watching your journey and being inspired. So thank you for that. Oh, my pleasure. My absolute pleasure. And it's so funny because I, I always tell people, look, I'm not a polished speaker. I never even considered myself a speaker. And when I realized that I, this is what I was doing and I was helping people with crafting their own story, because part of branding is, you know, what is your vision? What's your mission? Right. Who's your, who's your, uh, uh, you know, in, in marketing, it's always like, who's your avatar? And Ugh, yes, I, I, just, I know we hate that. Like, I, I'm not even kidding. I will like hop on a call with someone who's never watched anything. They heard about me from a friend or something. Right. Yes. And they're like, are you going to make me fill out an avatar worksheet? And I'm like, no, no. And if someone wants you to do that for them, you should just fire them on the spot. I will Run. tell people that. Run like, away. Oh, get away. Get your money back and flee. <laughs> yes, yes. I totally agree. Yes. So um, we we are all speakers. We're all born speakers. And then I just help them create uh, meaning and reframe that meaning for those clients. And so um, there is a way for you to share your story, for you to share your message and get paid for it. And so I love this platform. I love that this platform actually connected us. Yes. That's how we met. 
So that's right. I'm exciting. I know. Innovation Women is great. I'm not an affiliate with them yet. I just go tell I'm like, I don't even care about the money. Just go join. Yeah. It's like $120 for a year. And I cannot believe the amazing oh. women I have met in Innovation Women. I just shared it to a group the other day with a bunch of amazing women. Um, we're all creative entrepreneurs. And um, the doors that this will open up, and I love how this is a, a collective community that yes. embodies you and promotes you to to sell yourself, sell your products, sell your services. And this is really what it's all about is how do we help refer business to one another and how do we help support each other? So I love it. I'm writing your thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so I write All right. So I just do this. And can I just say, if you're going to hire Selena and you're like, I'm just going to get the do-it-yourself version, don't do that. Just invest more and get the support because until you invest in your support system, you yeah. will not have the growth you want. Guaranteed. I've seen it over and over again. In just a minute, we'll be back with Selena to talk more about empowerment, but... For that, I wanted to let you know that you can learn how to write the one big sentence to help you speak confidently about who you help and the problem your business solves with one complimentary 30-minute masterclass complete with plug-and-play PDF. Head to literarysymmetry.com forward slash pathway to get your free copy of the masterclass today because you shouldn't be guessing when it comes to talking about your business story. And with that, let's get back to our time with Selena, where we're talking about how investing in yourself can make you feel empowered. I've experienced it myself, and you just need the support. That's such a huge piece of it. Well, this is what I tell clients sometimes for the ones that are doing it for yourself. It's like, you know, this is great. It's okay. I will be here holding space for you, and I will be waiting for you when it's time for you to realize that nobody can build a business on your own. No. You, you know, not only is it boring, um, <laughs> it's lonely, right? It it's is like lonely. ripplingly yes. lonely. Yes. Yeah. So the thing I love about being in a community, whether it's group coaching or working with somebody one-on-one, you know, whoever you choose, it's when you need a support system, when you need validation, when you need acknowledgement, when you need the cheerleader on those days where you just can't muster it up for yourself, that's when you reach for the phone or you text, or you email, like, hey, <laughs> I need some motivation or inspiration right now. So that's the beauty of having an investing. It's not an investment. You know, we all know this. It's like, it's not a cost. It's not an expense. It's, no. It's you loving on yourself and respecting yourself enough to know, like, hey, I know I can't do this on my own. I'm, I'm not an expert in everything that I do. And, and you can't be, no one yes. can be. And also it's a tax write-off. So it's a gift yes. to yourself, really. Exactly. So. In, in more ways than one. Bonuses. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready to see this? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I'm going to pull up the Twitch one. All right. So this is your business story. I help you learn. Oh, it's Islander helps. Uh, see, I have to edit it. I always do this. And then my friend's like, you should never not do it this way because I love the mistakes because it proves you're a real person. I love it. I love so it. I help you learn to share your message as your authentic self by validating your feelings and journey so that you can finally connect with the people who need your help most so that your business can grow to the level that supports your goals and dreams all without having to second guess your story or try to succeed alone. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It gives me goosebumps. All right. Well, I have the corrected version here. And that like, I, I know you're going to have to come on again because your story is so impactful. And I just want to, the last few minutes we have together, I would love if you could talk about your journey in helping single mothers, because mm -hmm. um, that is such a thing that's close to my heart. My husband was raised by a single mother part of the time and then by a single father part of the time. And that's mm -hmm. a huge part of his story. And it's made him who he is today. And I just, yeah. So can you talk a little bit about that? I know the listeners would love to hear it. So because I myself was a single mom. Yeah. I remember those long, long, dark, 
lonely nights being curled up in a fetal position on the, on the floor of my shower because that was where my space was for me to just cry away everything. And I wouldn't allow myself that space until late, late at night after being in the office and, you know, finally putting my son to sleep. And I remember those nights and I remember praying and thinking, I never want another woman or another parent to ever feel like they're doing this alone, like they're alone. Yeah. And, um, you know, tragedy struck my family 14 years ago. Um, and I myself suffer from it, but this is, it used to be such taboo and such a stigma to talk about. And now I'm realizing I can share this message with actually corporate, uh, executives in companies yeah, and it's talking about mental challenges and that, um, the stigma needs to be shattered. Like I think every person that has gone through life or is going through life has had some kind of a breakdown depending on the intensity or the severity of it. There's different levels of mental challenges. Okay. And so for me, I didn't go through my marriage thinking I would ever end up divorced. Um, so dealing with cultural beliefs and then dealing with um, religious beliefs, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I had a, a lot. lot of, yeah, yeah, I had a lot of beliefs that didn't serve me as an adult woman who now found herself divorced and now with a child. And so this journey of discovery and healing really, um, helped with helping other parents. And I started giving advice away for free. And I did it because I was being a friend. Right. I, didn't, I didn't know what I was doing in my coaching business. I, I didn't even know I was going to be a coach. You know, yeah. I was designing like, websites and- I'm living life with people and they're yes. going through the same thing yes. I am. And I realized like I quickly found like I needed support. And I remember the day that I, my, my, my newborn son and I went to play date. At the time, I think he was just learning how to crawl or, or roll over. And the stories I would share with my mom, my mom's stories was, you know, how he couldn't sleep during the night and we, we were awake during the, wait, he didn't sleep at night. We were awake all day. No, we slept all day and we were up all night. Sorry. I got that. Okay. Opposite. Yeah. yeah. So, and I was being shamed. Other moms were like, oh my God, you can't do that. that like, blah, 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 like all those things. And it's just like, put your kid on the schedule. Yeah. Right? And you're like, thanks a lot. That's not helpful. So I found myself like, you know, I never want to be that woman that ever uh, shames another parent that ever say, hey, you should blank. Like all the shoulds <laughs> in conversation. Right. It's like, I, I deflect that. Yeah. Um, so helping single parents has always been a soft spot for me because there's so many things that showed up on my journey. And the poignant pivotal one was when I stood in the grocery line and I didn't have $20 to cover my grocery bill. Uh, yeah. And I had to call my ex-husband to see if he could please transfer or wire me 20 bucks so I could pay for groceries and the embarrassment and the shame and the guilt that I felt that day with my toddler son in the car. It was like, I will never, ever, ever go through that again. And I will never have another parent feel that experience. And so, um, I was driven to then help single moms. Really. That's where my heart is. Single moms who are trying to choose between their career. Cause at the time I was an HR manager for a hospital system working 60, okay. 70 hour weeks. Ugh. Um, this is the journey. Yeah. And so when I left my corporate position five years ago, that was one of my biggest reasons was to help another parent create the income and the life that they truly love so that they can have more time with their kids. Yeah. Right. And not have to choose between being a parent and being a business owner or being a career driven mom. Well, and that's an impossible choice, right? Because you have to have money to raise yes. your child. Yes. And I hate I don't use the word hate very often, but I hate the guilt that is heaped upon yes. parents yes. who have to work really hard to get yep. the money to make the child's life possible, right? With food and clothes yep. and insurance. Yes. All the it's things. It's not fair and it's not right. Yep. So an interesting testimonial story I'll share with you quickly. Yeah. Um, I had a single mom of five. Okay. She was in a 
she was in a domestic abuse situation. Um, after she divorced him, she took him back, got pregnant again. This went on for years. And I remember the first time her and I met, she, I remember her first initial reaction was, why would I take advice from somebody who's never been through what I've been through? She's like, you're a single mom, but at least you're, at least the baby daddy's in the picture and helping, right? That was her, that was her stuff. Well, and that's her shield, right? Because I'm afraid that you can't help me. Yeah. So her, her fear was, what if this doesn't work? And so she had two online e-commerce business things going on, but she wasn't making money really. And she wasn't, um, she was stressed and tired and overwhelmed all the time. She had five, five kids, right? Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> and I myself found in that situation too, where I was like, how can I help this woman? I've never been a parent. I'm more, I have, a, I have one child. <laughs> so, you know, I can't complain. Um, and through multiple conversations and nurturing that friendship and, 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 and enrolling her into trusting me, she watched from afar for over a year, like me building my business and all this. And she finally took a chance and said, you know what? Nothing else has worked. Mm. I'm going to do this. And what was scary for me at the time was offering this for her to her for free. I said, look, I'm going to give this to you for free until the day you make money. And then you start paying me no matter how long it took. Yep. I don't know why that scared me, but it did because part of it was what if I fail her? What if I truly, <laughs> like, I was afraid to take her money and for fear that if I took her money, she wouldn't have money to feed her kids this week. So that's why I really, and um, it was both, it was a trust in each other. That's how we started this. So for about a month, in less than two months, she implemented all the marketing tactics that I coached her on. We talked about her goals, about organizing her life, about setting intentions, about blocking off time for herself, in spite of having five children. And yeah, she can more important when you have yes. that many children. <laughs> yes. And I always told her first, like, first and foremost, you know, you are Katie. First and foremost, you are Katie. You have the right to cry. You have the right to find some time alone in your bathroom, wherever that, that storage Lock closet is. Lock yourself in the bathroom for five <laughs> yes. minutes. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then you're a mom. And then you show up, right? And so what was really, truly fascinating was when she finally implemented my, 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 my coaching after two emails, she collected, I think seven grand in that weekend. I believe it. It doesn't surprise me at all. And I was like, holy crap, it worked. <laughs> yeah. Well, you knew it worked, but it's like, yes. I, I totally understand. I've worked with single moms before and I'm like, how do I even take their money? And then I yes. realized like, but when I do it for free and sometimes I still, I do, I have like my lawyer pro bono cases. I do some things for free just because there's yes. no physical way. Yes. But also, you know, when they're not paying you that they're not fully invested, which means yeah. the mental process is different. Yep. So yeah. I totally understand that fear. So what was truly amazing was the video testimonial and it brought me to tears. I mean, I still get, I, I still break down and cry when I have clients like just pour their love out. And, um, you know, she, because of the coaching she took, because she did the work and I acknowledge her, I'm like, you did the work. Right. I was just here guiding you and walking through this with you, but it took something from you to find it in yourself to fight for you to fight for your kids. And yeah. so she was able to make enough income. I think she had her first um, $45,000 a month. And then she had $70,000 one month. And she said, I can finally afford to put my two older girls in private school. I can finally afford to pay for rent for the year. That is why I do this. Yes. That is yeah. why my heart is with those single moms. It's not for me. And what's truly funny is like, she calls me later. She's like, um, I owe you a hundred dollars. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, like hundred dollars for those months that I didn't pay you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, because she so values was, it, right? Yeah. It's a mental process for her. Like, I have to pay that. You saw the value because now she created because of this, some time has gone by, but she now has created her own signature coaching program to help parents um against the legal system. I, I could not believe that her path took that way, but I love her. And because of it, she's so successful and she's amazing. And she, she credits me sometimes. And I tell her it's because you did the work, 
you know? And I think that when we give from a space of love, when we know, like we have to make that assess discernment for ourselves. I mean, I'm not here to tell all you to give it away for free. I certainly, right. you know, I advocate for sometimes, but um, you do what you feel is best in your heart. And when your heart is leading you to do the right thing, it'll always come back. Yeah. And I think you do, you get that sense, right? Where you're like, mm-hmm. I've even had people in similar situations where I felt like I'm not going to charge this person, but the other par- person needs me to charge them. It's not that I need the money. It's that they need yeah. me to charge them Yeah, because that in itself is also a gift. And I feel like we often think if I'm asking for money, I'm being greedy. Yeah. No, it's not like the money symbolizes something else, right? Yeah. It's physical money, yeah. but there's a whole mental process behind it that mm-hmm. you unlock when you're willing to say, I'm going to invest in myself yeah. for the first, I remember the first time I did that and it was yeah. such a huge moment <laughs> in my life where I was like, oh yeah, I should do this. I'm going to do this. Oh, yeah. And of course, you know, I'm. I'm blissfully married to the same man for 17 years and he's the most insanely supportive person you could ever meet. And he had been begging me to invest in myself for years. And I was too afraid. Mm. Isn't that something like, even though I had that support, I was still afraid to do it because that meant that I had to admit that I believed I could do it. Yeah, absolutely. I remember my first coach, I, I called the, the car company or the bank because I was leasing my vehicle. I said, I'm going to be missing three months of car payments. I'm letting you know right now. And I also missed three months of rent payment during those same months because I wanted to invest in myself. I wanted to invest in a coach. And I remember when he first ran that credit card through, I called him back immediately five minutes later. I said, please, uh, can you refund me? Because I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. And I remember his, his question. He listened to me cry. He listened to me, give him all the excuses of why he should. He goes, Lena, I can do that. He's well, let me ask you this question. Why did you call me? And that was like, Whoa. and right. I said, you're right. My yeah, life can go back to this. emailed or something. Yes. Yep. So that investment is a symbol of you believing in yourself, a symbol that you matter, a symbol of, I can do this. Yeah. And right. I'm not going to let the fear stop me anymore. Yeah. That right? was that, a, yeah. That was a, a big huge moment. <laughs> <laughs> Where you say, okay, fear, I'm going to stop letting you control me and I'm going to take control. Yeah. And that's something that you're working through every day with your clients, right? That's the yeah. number one obstacle Absolutely. they face. Absolutely. And it was, what's interesting to me and what is still just, you know, I find myself in gratitude all the time is that um, this same female woman, the same woman that couldn't afford a hundred dollars, they're now purchasing, you know, you know, $10,000 programs and $30,000 coaching. And it's because of these little things they've done. Yeah. And so they see the value and I know that it'll come back. And so I don't, make any apologies for charging what I charge for working with me one-on-one because I know that they see the value um, and that, you know, and then they see the value and when they see the value, they're going to take it more seriously. They're investing in themselves. Like you have to make it work, you know, right. Asking, asking a single mom to put, you know, sometimes her life savings on the line and doing this for 30 days because I know it's going to work. I know you'll make your money back and taking a chance. Because, and that's a a distinction we should make, right? Because like you mentioned it earlier, there are all these coaches, I'm going to use scare quotes because that's my editor brain, um, that popped up during COVID or even before then where they didn't do what they're telling you to do. Mm -hmm. That's not a coach, is it? (laughs) Is it? (laughs) If they're telling you to do something, they haven't even tested themselves? Yep. It's, it's so funny when I have clients that they hold me accountable sometimes too. It's like, and it just takes them saying, take your own medicine, Selena, take your own medicine. Yes. I, 
they're like hey uh you haven't been posting lately on this platform or hey so um you haven't been talking about what's going on behind the scenes like whether it's i'm succeeding more than i've ever succeeded or i'm blowing it big time they're like they they will call me all my stuff definitely and it's so good to have that actually i love it i love it nope we're all, I think we're, I feel like we're all in this together. We're all rooting for one another to succeed. We're all cheering each other on. And we're all here. I think first and foremost, our amazing gift that we have is that we want to help others. It's ingrained in our DNA is we want to help somebody. And so um, I feel like when you give from service and you know, I could go through a list of things that I speak about, but, you know, being a steward and being a servant leader um, it's always giving first. Give first. Yeah. And you can tell the different. I, I would say like that's the qualifier for me, right? Like I have a mm-hmm. coach. I definitely will say things to my coach. I'm like, hey, you told me this last week and I noticed you're not doing it. And she does <laughs> the same for me. But if she if she's not, you know, she her goal is to just give me so much every time. Mm-hmm. And I, that's how I feel, too. But if someone is not that way. And you can tell, even if they're hard on you, right, they might bring some tough love. But if they're not doing it in service to you, you know. And I would say run away from that person. Just (laughs) go find someone else. If you're working with someone who's like, what can you do for me? That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I reframe the word tough love into this is is someone standing up for my greatness. Mm, Because I love that. I apply this into my own coaching program. Whenever I'm mentoring or coaching somebody, it's the same thing. It's like, I will listen to your excuses and your arguments, but I'm not going to accept your limitations. Yes. What you think is your limitations, right? And yeah. And so for me, it's, I'm always advocating for your greatness, even when you don't see it, even when you don't believe it. That's the whole reason why you hire somebody, right? Right. Borrow my belief. Yeah. If you can't believe, borrow my belief, because yeah. I'm so sure that you're going to do this. Yeah. And and one of the things I think that, you know, if if some of you are that are listening have never invested in a coach because you don't think you need it or, or you're just going to get by with all the free things you might get, you're selling yourself short. Because you can complain and vent and have your pity parties with your friends and your family members, right? And I call that enablement. They're going to listen to you argue about why you shouldn't and give all the excuses. Sometimes even it's our spouses too. And be careful with who you spend time with. But when you're investing in a coach or an expert to help you get to where you want to be and who is doing it, that is somebody who is standing for your greatness, knowing that you're going to have those tough times, knowing that you're, you're going to have days where you question what you're doing or question yourself. And, you know, for me, I'm just a stand for people's greatness. I'm a stand for others' greatness. And sometimes it's not always sugar-coated. And sometimes the truth can be hard to swallow. But it's the mirror that I'm reflecting for you. And if you're up to the challenge and actually committed to the transformation to, and committed to the goals and success that you say you are, you're going to look at that and like, you know, and really take some inventory and, and say, you know what, yeah. And so for me, this journey of accepting complete responsibility and creating the life that I want, it's not anybody's fault for why I'm in the situations or circumstances or the issues that I'm dealing with, right? It's all in, how did I create this? How did I get myself in the situation? And maybe sometimes it's a lesson of, you know what? Had I spoken up? Had I said no? Had I politely declined that opportunity? I would have made time for this whatever that is, it's yeah. Boundaries, right? Yes. Creating boundaries. You're right. Um, helping clients create boundaries, you know, and, and sometimes it's hard for us to do it to ourselves sometimes. Cause we, I, I'm also recovering people pleaser, you know, um, yeah. because I was trying to validate something in me that I felt like was lacking. And, and I saw why I was doing the things that I was doing to help people in my positions. It's like, you know, um, so until I can t- completely, you know, transform myself. I don't say fixing. There's nothing broken or wrong with you. You, Nobody needs fixing. It's always just, what can I do better? How can I show up differently? 
asking um, the right questions to yes. get the progress that you want to see. Yes. Yeah. Because I say we're all perfectly imperfect in the way that we are and the way that we're not. So, I agree. Yep. So, um, you know, I would, I advocate for coaching. I advocate for investing, taking seminars, taking trainings, courses, whatever that is. Cause, um, you know, one thing about being an entrepreneur is that you have to be the advocate of your own education and personal and professional development. That's so um, true. Yeah. And, and if you're blessed to work in a company where they continue, you know, they provide continued education or professional development, I would say take advantage of that because it's there for you to utilize. Um, and so that's you advocating for your own greatness, you know, or even asking, right. If they don't yes. offer it saying, Hey, this is yes. really beneficial to me. And that progress is going to pour out onto all of the people and projects I'm in contact with. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, coaches have to hire coaches. I mean, even the Tony Robbins of the world, you know, I mean, he, he has many coaches. So um, I feel like we're all lifelong learners. And if there's anybody out there that thinks that they've arrived, I would say maybe take a deeper look in the mirror. Ask so. some bigger questions. <laughs> Ask some bigger questions. Yes. Well, Selena, I want to thank you so much for being on. It was amazing. Um, um, you'll be able to find all of the ways to reach her in the show notes and also in the chat. There's a bunch of links. But thank you again for coming on and sharing your wisdom. And not only that, but your heart and your story. I know so many people are going to hear this and feel like, oh, I finally can invest in myself. So thank you for bringing that to the listeners yes. today. Give yourself permission. I just want to say thank you so much with all of my heart for receiving this. And I appreciate your time and the opportunity to share this with everybody on your platform. Thank you, Kristen. You're doing an amazing work. Thank, oh, thank you. you. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening to another episode of Your Business Story. This is your host, Kristen Spencer. And I want to let you know about a rare opportunity uh, so that you can actually have the impact you want in your business starting today. If you leave a review for this podcast on Spotify or Apple or wherever, and you take a screenshot of that and send it to impact at literarysymmetry.com, I will give you access to the Impact Accelerator uh, course where I teach you how to have qualified leads pay you to qualify themselves. Doesn't that sound good? So go ahead and send that screenshot over to impact at literarysymmetry.com and I will get back to you with your Impact Accelerator course as soon as I possibly can. Thanks for listening and remember your business story matters. Talk next time. Yeah.